Team, we are here for episode 29 of the Fiber Performance Podcast, and we have a very special guest who's going to be talking to us about nutrition, talking to us about menopause, talking to us about training and how we have to adapt as we age and as we go through new phases of our journey. So I'm so excited to have you aboard. Thank you so much for coming aboard. It's great to be here. Always love talking to James, (laughs) and I'm excited because I love these new products, and I want like the audience, everyone to understand like just all of the awesome ingredients that because I am just like, yeah. I'm, I'm buzzing I, out in all things. They're, yeah. They're really good. Like, Epic. So. Well, I love it. And I love that you're so passionate about it as well because I wake up every day thinking about the same thing and it's just like, I love these products so much. So, but just to get started, just so the audience has a bit of background about yourself, tell us a little bit about you, what you've been doing, what you've done throughout your life, and then tell us how you've gotten to where you are now. Sure. Okay, well, I am, I'm 50. I turned 50 this year. So I'm married to Gary and we have three daughters. So they're 25, 23 and 19. So I only have one at home now. Um, But I have been doing CrossFit for 10 years. So I'm just like super grateful I found CrossFit like when I turned 40 because Things have to change. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this today. When you hit forty and you're a female, things have to change. Your exercise has to change. Your food has to change. And like, I'm just grateful CrossFit came into my life when it did. So, um, you know, I've been following you for a while through CrossFit, but um, yeah, I then kind of loved CrossFit and then ended up doing some competing um, and tried for a few years to qualify for Mm. the games Um, so um, gave that a crack and then still have stayed competitive like I'm not not trying to do that anymore Mm -hmm. Um, but then in the journey of that menopause yeah hello menopause yeah absolutely (laughs) so that came uh, another hurdle yeah into into being and I didn't know anything about menopause like nothing Um, well that's not true I knew about hot flushes. Yeah. That's about all I know. Yeah, that's, uh, that's essentially all I know. So I'm in for a bit of a learning curve today. So that's all I knew. And it actually started early for me. Um, I was about 45 and it was actually when I was training really hard, like trying to compete. And that can happen apparently for athletes. Like it can kind of send you in a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. possibly just maybe the extra stress. I'm not sure. It's what I know now helping women is that it's a very personal journey. So everyone's going to go through it but it's going to be different and look different for everyone um so I was about 45 and um and I and I got this belly fat that just started coming out of nowhere uh and that was probably the most frustrating thing before the symptoms kind of started um but I was like the rest of my body looked fine and then I started feeling like I was pregnant yeah like four or five months pregnant, like wow. this, this belly. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Like something's not okay. Mm-hmm. Something's not go- going on. So um, I realized I needed to do something about it. I did start getting like symptoms, like the hot flushes and all of the other bits and pieces. There's 33 different symptoms for menopause. Wow. So, um, so if you're listening to this and you're experiencing some crazy stuff, then you're not going crazy, like there are 33 different Wow. So I went to the doctor and I'm not opposed to HRT. 
I just didn't know anything about it. And I'm a person who likes research and kind of evidence-based stuff to understand what's happening, and I just didn't know mm-hmm. anything. Um, so then I kind of decided rather than just throwing myself at HRT, I would actually, and actually I wasn't thinking about this at the time, but if you're an athlete, you can't mm. take HRT. Yeah, okay. So any athletes listening to this, like they would know it then is an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I then decided to investigate what I could do from a natural point of view. Like, am I actually ticking off all the boxes? Like, what can my food change? Like, obviously what I was eating, and I hadn't changed what I was eating, but what I know now is that when you hit 40, your food needs to change. Yeah. <laughs> and so... I didn't know that, and this is what I'm so passionate about teaching women now, is that if you can get in front of this this stuff, you can set yourself up for a way better journey yep. through this period of life because it's going to happen to you at some point. Um, so the food was probably the one of the first areas I looked at, and also fasting. So mm-hmm. I, I am implemented in, intermittent fasting, and um, that was like a great tool. I still use intermittent fasting now. Um, I've evolved it, so I, I time it with my hormones now, which um, I know you're a fan of. Yeah, fasting. I love it. Uh, men and women fasting, completely different. Mm-hmm. Like what you can do and what I can do, different because mm. of the hormones. So yeah. um, women need to know that when they kind of embark on doing fasting. I love fasting. I not only intermittent fast, like longer fast, 24-hour fast, 36 hours. I've done a number of like 70-hour fasts, like, I, I don't do those very often, but they're great tools to mm. have in your tool belt. Yeah. You know? So, um, and then along the way, when I started, like, changing my food, I realised, like, this was something. So that's when I actually studied nutrition and became right. a nutritionist along the way. That's so amazing. Um, my, my, my thought process was to actually help people like me. That So I actually went on and did sports nutrition as well because – my vision was to help other masters athletes kind of thing. But once I started talking about menopause, like I've kind of gone in that direction. So I'm just helping probably more women in menopause. Um, not that I'm opposed to helping people with sports nutrition. It's sure. just that. Sure. That's, that's been, kind of yeah, where you've gravitated. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And then of course we connected because I started trying, um, I am egg and dairy free. So mm. I have tried every, Plant-based protein powder. Yeah, there is. That is available. Yeah, and fiber is by far the best. It is tastes great. It is it is fantastic, amazing, smooth, just the best. And then I tried your extra products, like um, all three of them. I really rate, and and for that reason, because they all really help. My menopausal tribe. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I know because mm. I listen to all of the podcasts as well. They help everyone, but yeah. I'm passionate because they really help women in menopause. And so there's 33 symptoms to help try exactly. and try and figure out and come to a come to a, a way that we don't have to make them so exacerbated. Mm-hmm. And there are ways you can do it. And I guess nutrition, nutrition, life, the lifestyle part of it. And I think this is what you mm-hmm. teach so much is that we can have the best diet, we can have the best training plan, but if the lifestyle in and around it doesn't kind of suit each individual for their own specific 
lifestyle, it's not going to work as well. And that's what we try and talk about so much on the podcast is that, you know, your supplements can be on point, the nutrition can be on point, your um, your sleep might be great, but you just might be hanging around a bunch of people that don't make you feel good. And then everything else is is hampered because of just that one thing. So 100%. it's... um. It's a it's a funny it's a funny journey for everybody, but I feel like the the base of this podcast is to you know not so much just spruik the products, but also talk about each individual aspect of lifestyle, and menopause is one of them. So this is kind of fits in perfectly with what we want to try and do, which is just put extra education and personal experience out on the table. So if someone says that's very similar to me. You've already walked. You've already walked that line. Maybe I can learn from you before going down and making the same mistakes, and just be a little bit further ahead. So, from here, I just wanted to ask a couple of questions specifically about menopause and how you help your clients deal with some of these symptoms. One of them being the first one. Um, what are some of the common nutritional changes you implement when people kind of get into that phase or preparing? For menopause, I guess. Like, what are some things that you would implement for someone that's, you know, just currently eating just the standard Western diet? Right. So the first thing is that, I mean, it's it's hard not to go into this without giving you a whole like lecture on nutrition, but um, protein is how I lead, yep. like protein forward. So the amount of protein that I mean, and this is not just with menopause, it's just like across the board. Like people generally miss their protein requirements. Mm -hmm. And the recommended dietary allowance for protein is set to to basically not to to not die. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, so minimal. What is like point zero eight or something or point eight grams or yes, something? So right. tiny. It's, it's to actually like not die. So I actually want people to thrive. And so, you know, like we need to be hitting, like I actually look at like more than double that. Yeah. You know, I personally hit 2.2 grams per body weight. Same. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, and this is, this is, this requirement, like I'm 50 now, I will still need that amount of protein when I'm 70 and 80 and 90, but I might not need the same amount of carbohydrates. I might not be doing like a CrossFit Games workout like I did this morning. Yeah. At 90 years old, but I will need the same amount of protein. So protein first on your plate, carbohydrates depending on your activity level, and then good fats, obviously, mm. for like you yeah. know, like making sure all of the other functions. Are. So leading with protein, making sure you're hitting your protein requirements, and that is the biggest thing I see people miss. Yep. One, because they don't know how to do it. They don't know the amount. And um, when, when, like I hit 150 grams of protein a day, if you don't know how to do those things, that can be overwhelming. Mm. Once you know how to eat that way, then it's, it's, not, it's not a problem at all. But when you don't know, it's overwhelming. It's a, it's a fascinating thing, and I've spoken about this before. It's a fascinating thing that we go through high school doing you know, physical education. We do biology we learn about all these facets of helping us get to tertiary education, but we don't even learn <laughs> the basics of how much we would need to consume to be a healthy human being. I totally agree. Like yeah. they could just do a semester mm -hmm. of, Hey, 
for if you're going to be physically active on a daily basis, you might train once or exercise exercise once or train if you decide to, and you should be in and around this range for your body weight, for your muscle mass, for your your lean body composition to be optimal. But everybody walks out of high school with no knowledge on how to keep themselves healthy to perform all the other tasks that they need to do, which is just blows my mind no, it should just be it should uh, it may change uh, hopefully it does change and i don't know how far behind the curriculum is but i wish i had learned just for even even a, a term that if we, and i was doing sport i was training morning and night as a teenager and a lot of my friends were at school that you know some of them were you know very competitive swimmers and they would train for two hours in the morning two hours in the evening and they had no idea that you know, two grams, 2.2 grams for an, a very active human being of lean body mass is the way to go. You know, that's just something that I think we should all be taught and then learn more than just a carb is this and a, a fat is that and a protein is this and that is it and they get broken down in their, to their constituents and whatever. So I think protein is, you know, that's usually what we touch on first as well whenever we talk about protein. So I'm glad you brought that up. Is there any particular mineral deficiencies that come about from menopause is there like it do people just get get low in iron is it zinc or is it just across the board is there anything that you see throughout your patients or do you do you tend to get patients to do like a a blood panel or anything like it or not really i definitely recommend like doing blood work once a year i think that's the best way of knowing you know what's going on inside and then you can respond depending on that like things like iron you need to check with your blood um, and and also then you're going to see if you're missing anything else. Um, with menopause, it is quite like personal, so it's not going to be the the one thing I probably would think about is maybe like calcium, just because as estrogen drops, uh, we then lose our kind of protective mechanism with our muscles and our bone health. Obviously, like lifting heavy overrides that yeah. it's a central nervous system override so if you're actually lifting heavy then you know but calcium could be something that like there's tons of natural supplements and obviously we'll talk about some of this in a minute um, that you can use to enhance your just feeling the best absolutely you know? um, so there's a number of different things and of course I have gone the natural route so there's lots of different natural things mm. that you can add, like from that point of view, but a little bit individual as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Well, the thing that I also wanted to tack into here as well, um, the we were gonna t we were gonna touch on the bone health aspect here, but I also wanted to talk to about this as well. So something that we talk about so much um, for longevity, and this also goes down the menopause route as well, is that we should always be performing some type of physical exercise on a daily basis. Just like we mentioned, this is going to be something that's going to keep your muscles strong. They put tension through the skeletal system, which is going to help keep your bones strong. So you need to be testing those areas out on a daily basis. We want to try and lift some type of weight on a regular basis, you know, three to five times a week. And I think that is one of the crucial aspects in and around the nutrition and in and around the sleep, in and around the social circles. But exercise, training, whatever you would like to call it, is going to be beneficial for so many other processes. And, you know, that all dives into immune system function. It dives into our emotional state. It's so many other things. So exercise, these are all the basic things that we kind of know about, 
But we're just here just trying to reiterate how important all these things are. And yes, we should be doing them. Definitely. Um, I will touch on some of these products. I know you want to get I stuck do. into these. I, I want James to explain like all of the ingredients because these, uh, you know, <laughs> I always test everything. And honestly, these three products, obviously I love the fiber, but um, I I. I wouldn't want to go without them. Now. Yeah, like, totally. They're so good. Like amazing. Um, and some of the ingredients, I'm like, look, James, we just need to have a chat so you can explain them. Done. I, you know, there's so many good ones. Perfect. So with fiber, the original, the original point that we wanted to do was we wanted to just in we wanted to enhance the human condition, and we wanted to do that with natural plant foods that allowed the body to find homeostasis, that allowed us to be healthier, more vital in a natural way from things that came from the earth. That was the whole goal. And the goal was to do that, but then also to provide an education platform where people could learn. So that was fiber in a nutshell. And so all of these were created by Matty Legg. He's a naturopath friend of mine. He's such a smart guy, creates, you know, the most unique tinctures, herbal products, botanicals. And he put together these. And I will talk about Super Brown's last because it's my favorite as well. (laughs) But Matt likes to look at these products when he was formulating them in a way that most people just, you know, they'll probably do a a Google keyword search, see what's the most trending and say, oh, let's build a product in and around that. He's just like, no, this is what I learned. This is what I picked up. This is what I've seen within my patients over the last 25 years of being a practitioner. And this is how I would structure it. So let's just start with Yeet Perfect. So Yeet Perfect is our version of a pre-workout. But Yeet Perfect is essentially three things. It is a pre-workout, a non-stim, so no caffeine, so nothing that's going to make you feel heightened. Um, It's not going to make you feel heightened in the way like anxious, heavy heart rate or anything like that. This is a non-stim pre-workout. It's also a longevity tonic. And it's also an anytime energy tonic. You can have it whenever you like, and it's not going to leave you feeling highly strung or staring at the ceiling at nighttime. But let's just talk. Let's just talk to it as a as a non-stim pre-workout. This is what I'd like to call the best functional pre-workout for a functional human. What we wanted to do here was to create something that was going to help produce genuine cellular energy, not just give you that blocking mechanism of how tired you are by giving you a ton of caffeine to block adenosine receptors. This was to help stimulate the mitochondria, which is the powerhouse in every cell that produces ATP. So every time I do a contraction, every time I walk um, to the point, every time I pick up a, a, you know, a shopping bag or a weight at the gym, I'm using ATP to contract my muscles to make this happen. So the idea here was to try and increase the integrity of every cell and every mitochondria. This also helps to increase mitochondrial density. So for every cell, we think most people, and you know, I picked this up in high school, that every cell has one mitochondria. That is not the case. Every cell has hundreds of mitochondria. And depending on what type of tissue that cell is in, it could have thousands. You know, heart tissue has thousands of mitochondria per cell. So our idea when we train, we increase the density of mitochondria. Your cells like, here's a shock. Here's a hormetic shock. Holy, we have to adapt to this shock. How do we do it? Let's produce more mitochondria. What are the mechanisms that we need to help produce that? It could be exercise. Mm -hmm. It could be fermenting certain 
certain um, acids in the gut to produce, you know, urolithin A to help produce mitochondrial biogenesis or mitophagy, which is autophagy, but for the mitochondria. This stuff in here is exactly what helps to make this happen or allow this to happen. So we have things in here like schizandra, pomegranate, black cherry. Now, all those things there, they're herbal blends. They Some of them have nitrates, which are great for vasodilation. So this will help to increase the size or, or, or dilate the capillaries for more blood flow, more nutrient uptake. It also decreases a bit of blood pressure, which is also a good thing too for most the most part. But on top of that, they're loaded full of antioxidants. They're loaded full of flavones. They're loaded full of polyphenols. And they have great compounds to help deal with stresses within the body. On top of that, you've also got the pomegranate. Now, the pomegranate, once it is fermented by particular sets of bacteria, if you have them, it'll produce a thing called, well, they do have compounds called elagitannins. Now, those elagitannins turn into elagic acid. That elagic acid is then broken down by specific strains of bacteria in the gut, which are then turned into urolithin A. Urolithin A is then used in the mitochondria to help spur on mitochondrial biogenesis, which is increases the mitochondrial density. And if we can do that, we have more powerhouses per cell churning out more ATP, thus allowing for better genuine energy production. This doesn't just account for working out or doing a workout in the gym this morning, but this also allows us to live happier, healthier, and more vital because the one thing or one of the biggest markers of us declining in our health span, not just lifespan, but health span, is the decrease in mitochondrial um, density. So that's another thing in there. The other cool thing that this has is a postbiotic called tributrin. Now, tributrin is 3-butyrate, which is a short-chain fatty acid. We produce it in the gut already, just depending on which bacteria, which prebiotic fibers are there. But it's basically 3-butyrate molecules attached via a lipid. Reason why they attach them via lipid is it allows it to go down into the lower intestines and not broken apart up where it's more acidic. By getting it down there, it feeds the gut microbiome. It's almost like a compost for the gut. Now, if we can feed that gut microbiome, we enhance its ability to produce more postbiotic compounds. And if we can produce more diverse ranges of postbiotic compounds, decrease inflammation, increase satellite cell production, increase muscle growth, increase immune function, um, increase enzyme production. We can create more amino acids. We create more vitamins and minerals that help us be more optimal. So tributrin is like a powerhouse that people probably have heard of, but it is not just good for the gut microbiome, but it's good for muscle building effect. It's great for the brain. It's good for so many. It's good for decreasing chronic inflammation effects. It's great for the gut lining integrity, um, which we know can be very permeable for some people that eat a Western diet. The other things below this, we have cell charge, which is a fulvic mineral pitch. Essentially, this is plant matter that has been being uh, broken down and essentially fermented over the course of thousands of years by microbes. And in that process, you get this pitch of minerals and polyphenols and polysaccharides and all these things that are kind of, again, like a compost to the gut. But they also have a really dense quantity of trace minerals. And these trace minerals that we can consume, this helps with oxygen uptake. It helps with functions within the body. Um, it's just a base, it's a basic elixir that we would normally get if we were to, you know, be eating the way that we did, you know, hundreds of years ago with all the soil being really mineral rich, this is like a little um, 
shortcut for the modern world to get the minerals in that you might be missing out on. And we need these for lots of different, thousands and thousands of different processes within the body. So the fulvic mineral pitch, again, fantastic for the cells, but also good for helping us produce energy, oxygen uptake, nutrient uptake, all that type of stuff. It also has some really good detoxifying um, uh, compounds, like humic acid is in there as well, within the cell charge, which helps with detox. The other ingredient that we have below that, and these two ingredients are absolutely amazing. They are cofactors producing ATP, which is vitamin B2 and B3. Now, we cannot produce ATP within the mitochondria without those cofactors there. So anyone making a pre-workout should have B2 and B3 there if you want to actually give the, the customer who's using this pre-workout something that's going to allow them to actually function in the gym, do more squats, get work done, feel more vital. So B2 and B3. 100%. Now that is yeet perfect <laughs> in, in a nutshell. So it is, and there's nothing artificial. There's no synthetic uh, ingredients in there. It's flavored with natural aroma oils, extracts. So the idea here is to make something that is built from botanicals, flavored with natural aroma oils, sweetened with a bit of stevia, and it's healthy long-term. It's a daily energy tonic that you can use even if you're not working out. It also has a little bit of citrulline in there, which will be, you know, that mediator between, you know, arginine and glutamine. So it'll sit there and it'll work in both ways. It'll, you know, help production of arginine, which will be better for vasodilation, but not too much because as a functional athlete, we don't want to get too pumped. The thing is we don't want to be walking around feeling super swole and still having to do the exercises because we're trying to get from part A to part B as quick as we can. And if we are bogged down with too much blood flow, then we're kind of stuck being not able to do pull-ups anymore. <laughs> so this is a low-dose citrulline, but on a daily basis tends to be a little bit better than a high dose on a you know once or twice a week basis, like a 6,000 milligram dose. This is 1,500. Um, but yeah. The reason I love it for menopause is because one – it has no caffeine in it. So caffeine can be a massive trigger for like menopause symptoms. So there's a few different triggers that, uh, and this is also personal, but it's pretty, the research is pretty much out on it. Alcohol, caffeine, sugar yep. um, are the big ones. And so mm. not having caffeine in it is a big, like yep. biggie. But then, of course, you just heard James like <laughs> explain all of the stuff <laughs> about, it. you know, the natural components and all of that and the energy so yeah. generally when i see people often their energy is really low so mm. this you can take any time of the day if you need to get some extra energy in because there's going to be changes you need to make in your lifestyle and in the process of that if you can get some energy in as you're making some of these changes can help you feel better 100 percent. and the shizandra in there as well is a great focal agent too so shizandra if you guys unsure just do some research on shizandra um they call it um the the five flavor the five flavor berries so it's got like everything up i can't even remember how the flavor is like sweet sour oh, pungent yes, yes. um and there's a few yeah, other ones yeah it's, it's got it's got it all in there so if you ever can get your hands on some pure shizandra put it some on a teaspoon chuck it on your tongue and you'll feel this this uh, impact of flavors that are kind of a bit of everything. It's, it's really cool. Amazing. So that's in there as well, which is a great adaptogen. Um, then I'll talk about the protein. So we have a plant protein here. This plant protein is a little bit unique in the fact that it has a quad blend of four types of plant protein sources. So we have organic pea, watermelon, pumpkin, and sunflower seed protein. Reason why we did those four blends is because you get a 
better amino acid profile in terms of diversity. You're getting all nine essential amino acids at good ratios, and that's the key factor there, at good ratios. So you're getting more branched chain aminos. You're also getting high levels of leucine. So there's 6% leucine per scoop. So you're not getting down around the 3%. So for every scoop of the fiber plant protein, getting 1.8 grams of leucine, which will activate mTOR pathway for muscle growth, muscle maintenance, which is what we want, especially as an aging population or anyone who's an athlete that's looking to repair muscle, you must get leucine. It's like one of the main factors. And we wanted to really spike up the plant protein with high levels of natural leucine. By using those sources, we do so. On top of that, we also gave it an ultra-fine milling process. <laughs> and this does two things. So not only does it take away the gritty, sandy texture, that chalkiness that you get from plant protein, but it also allows you to digest the protein better because when you do an ultra-fine mill, it allows the protein molecules to rehydrate because we have to dehydrate it to make it into a powder. When you dehydrate it, getting the water or the, the liquid back into to hydrate those, um, those molecules again is quite tough. By ultra-fine milling it, it takes away a lot of the surface tension around the protein molecule, hydrates it better, easier on the gut, better for the taste buds, better for the palate. Um, and it's also, it, it just gives it that nice, fine, uh, smooth texture, which is what we're kind of looking for. It's, the, it's really the best when I'm always making new recipes. Right? <laughs> yeah. So when, you, when you go follow me, you see I, I, I am always putting out new recipes. And this is the only plant protein it actually goes creamy. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it you can cook so with it. Good. Yeah, it's good. And on top of that, and that's not even like, they're, they're the cool factors, but this is even the cooler factor. We also added in here a matrix. And this postbiotic gut matrix, this is a mix of prebiotic aloe vera, glucomenin. We also have a strain of three probiotics in there. And then we also have all the postbiotic material, which is the cool factor because I think a lot of people will put a probiotic in there in their protein or they'll put a digestive enzyme like a protease or a digezyme or a, a lactospore. This one comes from fermented plant material. So you're getting in the material, the postbiotic material that we would need to help digest plant material, which is what we mix through the protein. So you're also getting a gut tonic too. You're getting a prebiotic, a probiotic, and a postbiotic, and that is called gut matrix essentially. So in by by doing that, we're also diversifying what um, what goes into the gut microbiome, which is what we speak about a lot is diversity is key. Diversity on the plate is diversity in the gut essentially. 100%. And whether the species of bacteria that you consume through your food, through your probiotics, through your supplementation – some of them may stay. We don't really know. Some of them may be just transient. They may stay there for a month. They may just come in. They may die. They, you might, they might be used as fuel. The other bugs might eat them. And then they're on their way and then we excrete them. So the idea is to get diversity because the diversity then allows the other microbes that are living within you to help create more postbiotic material. And those postbiotic materials, short-chain fatty acids like we spoke about before, so that is a really good elixir for the gut too at the same time as being a great protein hit. And on top of that, the way that we use these natural aroma oil extracts to flavor with the stevia allows us to put lesser ingredient in there to flavor, more protein in there. So you're getting actually 76% protein per scoop out of a plant protein 
is pretty phenomenal. So typically that, you know, 65, 60%, sometimes less. And they're also typically filled with fillers. And we don't have any fillers in here. So there's there's no, you know, extra magnesium. There's no extra um, calcium carbonate. There's none of that stuff in there to try and fill out or bulk out the product. It is just the the uh, the actives in there. And that's what we're looking for. We're trying to make food into a really easy way to consume. 100%. And that's probably one of the biggest questions I get asked you know, obviously having a protein forward like approach is like, what do I look for in a protein powder? Well, I'm like, just use fiber. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, you want clean ingredients. You don't want sugar. You you don't want anything that's going to be spiking your insulin. Th- this is really important, like for the menopause tribe. Um, you know, so n- no extra, no extra stuff. Mm. Like, so that's why I yeah. just say just and use fiber. And there's only eight ingredients. So it's super Love simple. That. It's a super simple blend but it's really effective. Now we'll talk about my favorite. Oh, yes. Before you talk yeah, about yeah. Super Browns, because in menopause, gut health becomes an issue. And so James just talked about like the gut matrix and the protein, which is amazing because it's going to help you digest your protein better and give you some gut health. But you need to really look at your gut health when you hit this period of, and like everyone needs to look at their gut health. I'm just kind of like talking to the menopause tribe, I suppose. Um, what happens is when estrogen declines, it affects the gut lining and, and your, um, you know, and then this affects your digestion. So it's really common. Mm. And so there's another product that we don't have the container for, but yeah. I just love it. Yeah. I will never go without it, Florafuel. Oh, I'll talk about Florafuel first. So you can yeah. talk about Florafuel first before we get the big, the big, okay, the cool. big, the big one. Yeah. So, okay, cool. So again, yes, gut health is so important. And for every product we do, we have some type of gut-specific aid in there. Florafuel is another product. I don't have the container with me, but Florafuel is essentially two ingredients. It is the gut matrix you'll find in the fiber plant protein at a slightly higher dose mixed with baobab. Now, baobab is a fruit that comes from Africa. It's grown in some other parts of the world too. But baobab is this ultra, ultra cool superfood you've never heard of. It contains polyphenols, polysaccharides, loads of vitamin C, 11 times more vitamin C than oranges. It's got soluble, insoluble fiber. It's got tons of great phytonutrient compounds that allow your gut microbiome to produce all of the things that we could potentially need to help keep that gut lining intact. Now, it is not going to be a miracle cure for someone who has a poor diet, poor sleep, poor lifestyle, doesn't exercise. This is a support base for an already good lifestyle and diet. It will allow you to heighten where you can get to by um, by honing all those other areas. The other cool thing, it tastes pretty good. It tastes great. I love it. Even the natural baobab with zero stevia, zero flavor added to it, baobab by itself tastes wildly good. It also helps you get more water in during the day. So if you if you know that you're going to have, you know, a super browns, a yeet and a flora fuel throughout the day and, and potentially a protein, you're then potentially getting in, you know, there's two and a half liters of water there coming in along with it. So the fiber is what we talk about so much and we don't want to try and take the fiber away from the food. So again, this is a crack filler. When you eat your food, eat the skin, eat the peel, eat everything that comes with it because that's where all the cool 
polyphenols, polysaccharides they come from. And that's what helps the gut microbiome. It's like a turbocharger for those gut microbes or the bacteria in your gut, the probiotics or the health benefit benefiting gut uh, gut microbes. It is that's kind of like where Flora Fuel sits. It's a it's an all encompassing gut matrix along with all the fibers and polyphenols and polysaccharides and tons of vitamins. Again, there's a beautiful um, there's a beautiful YouTube clip on the fibrous baobab that we use in here it comes from a local tribe in africa they do all the harvesting of it and they talk about it as as if it's the elixir of life and it's something that's going to help keep your immune system strong because a lot of our immunity is stored in our gut and if our gut is in a state of dysbiosis or unbalanced and there's too many bad bugs not enough good bugs then we go into all sorts of you know chronic inflammation um, symptoms, um, decrease in immunity. You're then susceptible to something that I just recently got, which is glandular fever, which kind of left me hanging for about a month. So it's, it's about trying to manage, you know, stress. It's trying to manage our nutrition. It's trying to manage our, our supplementation. And, you know, if we can keep the gut as the center of what we want to protect on a regular basis by doing these things, everything else is going to be um, alleviated in terms of the sim- uh, the symptom picture, I guess you would like sure. to see. So well, there's the really strong gut brain connection as well. So you know, if our gut isn't doing a good job, it affects our brain health. Absolutely, and, and we just don't talk enough about this. Hundred percent. But you know, if our brain isn't working right, then yep. that is the powerhouse for everything we do. Yeah. And that that gut brain connection is really strong and important. Yeah. So. Uh, if your gut is on point and you have something amazing like this that you can use to help it stay, like honestly, I love this stuff. It is. It's great. I gave it to my seven. Oh, well, she's nineteen now. I nearly called her seventeen. My nineteen-year-old daughter, and she was like, "Oh, that tastes good." Harsh critic. So that's perfect. Yeah, that's no, an eighteen-year-old, the likes of them, I'm, I'm happy with that. And the other cool thing about it. Great bowel movements. I have to say, oh. great bowel movements with it, which is yes. you know it's fantastic. So if you do, if you're you know you're not regular, it helps to make you a bit more regular, which For is great. Sure. It's really hundred percent spot mm. on. It's mm. such a good product. Yeah, I love it. But let's the talk about Super Browns. Browns. <laughs> so Super Browns is a beautiful blend. Matt was Matt was so chuffed at how good this tasted. Um, it does have a bit of a contradiction to the name. Super Browns doesn't taste like it'll taste very good at all, but it is, it hands down tastes better than any greens powder on the market. And I don't want to give it too much of a spruik, try it yourself, but let's just talk about the actives inside Super Browns. Now, this is a whole body tonic. The idea here was to create something that was going to help each aspect of the body's function, whether it's you know, it's the brain, it's the eyes, it's blood cleansing, it's the lungs, it's detoxification, it's topping up on vitamins and minerals and trace minerals. You also have an abundance of antioxidants here. But on top of that, you also have stress management adaptogens too, which help to deal with an imbalance of cortisol, other hormone functions, testosterone, estrogen. So the idea here was to create a complex of superfoods from all around the world that all do beautiful things to the human body and put it all into one, make it taste good at the same time. So you actually want to drink it because a lot of the greens powders, you'll kind of pinch your nose and slug them down. And I get it. Greens powders are good. They're really great. And I'm not knocking them at all. The reason why we call this super browns is because it is a mix of all the colors, 
The idea here is to have the greens, the blues, the reds, the pinks, the yellows, everything in between, like we would normally do on a dinner plate. Mm-hmm. So in here, let's just look at some adaptogens that we have. And these to, these help you deal with. So an adaptogen, essentially, what an adaptogen is, is something that helps to regulate you if you're too heightened or if you're feeling flat and underwhelmed or bringing back balance to you know, too much cortisol in the system or, you know, too much testosterone or not enough estrogen production. This, These things help to balance hormones, stress. Um, you probably heard of ashwagandha before, which is one of our main ingredients. That is in here too. So the adaptogens we have, ashwagandha, astragalus. Astragalus is amazing for immune system function. We also have dang shen. We also have maca root, ginseng, attractylides, um, we've also got Shazandra in there too. So it's a very beautiful blend of adaptogens. On top of that, we've also got some antioxidant complex foods in here too, like noni fruit. We have green tea. There's some beets in there. We also have pomegranate. Um, on top of that, we've also got some inulin. Again, great for the gut microbiome. So this is a fiber that we use to ferment inside the gut. We also have diatomaceous earth. So diatomaceous earth is a complex silica complex, helps with detoxification also really helps with collagen production. Um, yeah, it's a it's a beautiful scavenger for heavy metals. On top of that, we also have some cell charge, like we saw in the Yeet Perfect. There's some cell charge in here as well. What else am I missing? Well, we have some hibiscus. Um, so there's, there's some beautiful blends. There's some flowers in there as well. But essentially, we are getting, we're getting in a beautiful blend of things that we wouldn't normally get on a day-to-day conventional Western standard diet. We're getting things from herbal, Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, things from the, things from the West, things from the East. And it's just a beautiful whole body tonic filled with polyphenols and polysaccharides that are great for the gut microbiome. Um, and again, this is a top up on vitamins, minerals, trace minerals, antioxidants and adaptogens. Well, the reason I love it so much is it has a few adaptogens in it that are really helpful for menopause. So obviously they're helpful for everyone. Yeah. But ashwagandha and maca are really helpful for if you are suffering with, you know, uh, menopause symptoms or I think they're just like you were saying, just a balancer for this period of life. So, you know, like you've heard me say a few times, like once you hit 40, these hormones are going to, they're going to start changing. And that's going to be different for everyone, but it's going to happen. And we don't really know exactly, like it's not like the flag starts flying and you know, yep, it's happening. Like it's not going to be like that. So if you can start taking something that is going to start helping balance that, that is going to help you just navigate this period of your, because it can can be a while. Yeah. And you want to feel your best. Like that's my, you know, my true core belief is that if you can master your nutrition and lifestyle, you can thrive in menopause. Yeah. And you don't want to put your life on. I'm not sure. How how long does it last? Well, it can be, it can vary. Like it can be 10 years. Wow. So you don't want to put your life on hold for 10 (laughs) years. You want to be able to manage and get your way through it and, you know, not, not be, um, I guess, uh, you know, afraid of afraid of jumping in and just be like, you know what, I can't do anything for the next 10 years or three years or five years or whatever it may be. Right. Or, or not even not have the energy or not have the brain function because brain fog can be like a, a side effect or not have the motivation or not have any of those things that make you feel your optimized self, you know, like, so it's, it's, you know, it's a period of that we're meant to go through, but I don't think it's meant to break you yeah. along the way. Like, you know, I'm still c- training, you know, 
six days a week and li- and lifting and and looking great and looking great too. You look young. Still, still like hitting my 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 strength is pretty much. If anything, I'm getting stronger still, and That's so great. so you know, like there's no reason to stop or not do the things that um, you know. And my husband and I, we have this outlook, and and even you're a lot younger than I am, but I know you already have it in your y- youth of not letting age be that defining factor. You know, like do the things we do now are like I squat and and do my strength because I am going to see my great-great-grandchildren. Like, I'm yeah. going to live to 100. Like, yeah. You know, like, and the, the things we do now are the base of what is is building our longevity. And these things are helping us to create, you know, strong, healthy bodies to be able to do that. So when you can obviously, like, stay, you know, well and not be sick and be able to train every day and all of the things, like you talked about, that whole lifestyle package – um, that is what you know. B- being a fully fledged human being is about. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Living life to the to the ma- to the max. Yeah, and I'll tack on, and just before we wrap things up, there's one other product that we don't have, but I actually work in conjunction. This is a, a guy. Um, he owns a company called Vitality. He has a plant-based phytoplankton EPA DHA, and it is completely plant-based. It hasn't gone through a krill or a fish or anything else prior. It is directly from the EPA DHA source. It's a great source of omega-3, and that's just via a company called Vitality. So if anyone wants to get some extra EPA DHA from a completely plant-based source, which is the original source... Vitality is a great spot to oh, go that's to. Good. Yeah. yeah, there's so many things that you can add. Yeah, so, like we could, we could literally. Be oh, go on forever. Go on forever. Creatine, I know creatine, creatine out there, like, and that's amazing. And yeah, I think, yeah. uh, you know, a small dose of creatine is a, a a beautiful, a beautiful thing to use on a on a regular basis. I think it, you know, it helps with you know cognition, gut function, muscle mass. It helps with maintaining muscle. Helps with you know it helps with energy. Helps keep you vital. It's it's good for a lot of things. Yeah, so many things. Yeah, but yeah, we could go on for hours. But but thank you so much for coming on. I I think the listeners are going to get so much cool information out of this. And if you guys, I'll put in the show notes below. I'll put in all the handles, the contacts, the emails, the web addresses, everything. If you are going if you're an athlete looking for some extra help with nutrition, if you're about to go through menopause or going through menopause and struggling. I'll put all the show notes below so you can get in contact and we can work with it. But if you do have any questions, feel free to shoot them through and I'll make sure they get to where they need to be. But awesome. thank you so much for chumming, coming aboard. So it's good. been super, super fun. Yeah, thank you so much, James. Awesome. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. Thank you.